The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Sarego. Ron's picking my nose. No, uh, I stuck my knuckle up there to look like. Hey, see this? Look. <laughs> Bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? Yay, when I was a kid, we used to do that in school. Hey, teach, look. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We got a great show for you guys today. Before I get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. We have a lot to talk about today because we've done a lot over the weekend, and I'm really feeling great, and my thyroid has leveled off, so I'm not getting explosions or fainting spells or whatever. At least for like four days. And I've gained 11 pounds, so I'm starting to look like myself. Again, thyroids must be checked. Everyone check them. If you feel crappy, sleepy, tired, run down. You're going into too long of a spiel. We have to finish introducing. Well, well, I mean, they know who I am. I know. Well, they, I have to introduce Chad. Well, we'll introduce Chad in a minute. He's not going anywhere. He'll <laughs> sit behind the board. What? What do you think? He's on, a, he's on an airplane? <laughs> anyway, please, everybody, I'm, being, I'm g- g- being thyroid conscious. That's my new platform for everyone to check their thyroid. That's what could be wrong with you. That's, That's right. it. Chad, how are you, my friend? So I'm then we want to introduce the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. I like to do it my way. What's up, Chad? What's, What's up? going on, fellas? What's going on? All the Jimmy Star listeners, Ron Russell listeners, Dita Strago listeners. That's right. Yes. It's all good. We're in the gonna hood. have a good show. It's gonna be a lot of yes. fun. We wanna say hey to everybody in the chat room. It's really full. There's a lot of people in the chat room. And we wanna tell you if you hit the ITV button at the top of your computer screen, you can see us in the studio. No, Yay! No, you can't. Oh, you can't? Why can't we? Because <laughs> your video went out. Turn that thing back on. Oh, crap. Thank you. Oh, did our video Cameraman, go out? Cameraman, did our video thing go on? Oh, uh-oh. When I tripped That's over that, funny. When I tripped over that wire. Yeah, oh, we're not there. Geez. I don't see it. That was, oh. that was there we Ron's go. fault. How's that? Now you can see us, Chad. How's now. that? Ta-da! Yay! Now if you hit your ITV button, you can see us. I don't know how that got happened, but oh well. I don't know. But it's I, Ron's I, fault. When the show opened, I threw kisses to everybody, so I have to redo that. That did it. Ooh, let's at that. Oh, kisses to everybody Love in the chat lips. room, and kisses to everybody that watches our show. Without you... We wouldn't be here. There you go. We got a great, great, great show today. We have Cindy Lady Lake going to be coming on. I think maybe with Lady Lake Jen. I'm not sure. Uh, we have Chad Lindbergh and John Tenney from the new hit TV show Ghost Stalkers. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And we've got some interviews that we did over the weekend, and we had a great weekend. We went to Woodstock and did all kinds of stuff. So we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys. And I have a big bulletin, a big, big announcement. Ginger Irish got knocked up. She's having a baby. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to Ginger Irish. How many? I think she's 6, 8, 12, 14, 132 weeks pregnant. I I have no idea. Well, with her accent, who knows? Maybe she's really not pregnant. Maybe she ate like a pimento. 
And she said, I have a pimento. And we thought that she said pregnant. Now, With she her heavy duty French accent, you know, pimento could be pregnant. Congratulations to Irish Ginger from the yes. Ginger Irish Show on W4CY Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern right. Time. And may, and may the baby come out as wonderful as she is. She's saying ha ha ha, so that's good. And everybody else is saying congratulations. Congratulations so like for the baby. So you guys, we went to um, we went to Woodstock this weekend, Woodstock, mm. New York. I've never been. I wanted to go. Ron wanted to go, and it just happens to be that when we went there, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I went to Woodstock the last time when my daughter Leslie was about eight years old, and uh, Woodstock then was loaded with sort of the end of the hippie era. And there was a wonderful Indian tribe that lived there, and they did dances, and they were dressed in feathers, and we bought copper belts and had a blast. This time we went up there, of course, all of that is gone. The hippies are gone, maybe a few laying yeah, around. Yeah, they're all gone. Well, a few laying around. But the town has really filled itself with Greenwich Village and Upper East Side New Yorkers. So it's got an intelligenza that doesn't quit. It's a fabulous place to be, and I wouldn't mind living there. Me neither. Well, maybe we will, because we're always looking for places to live. Um, it's primarily, I would say, 80% Jewish, which makes me happy because I love Jewish people. <laughs> well, because they're intelligent, they're friendly, they're warm, they hug and they kiss. They're divine people. I love them. Majority of my friends are Jewish. And that's not like the old saying, you know, some of my friends are. No, I grew up with Jews. That's all lived in my neighborhood. Jews and Italians. Where else do they live? Brooklyn, Jews and Italians. Queens, Jews and Italians. We always migrate together. Why? Because we love our family and we love food. <laughs> and we eat all the time and we hug our children and we spoil our children. So tell them what we happened there because that, that's more interesting. Well, what happened was I saw right away with my little eyes um, the Woodstock Film Festival. So I said to Jimmy, I'm going in and we're going to you know, cover this because we're media. And I went in and I told them immediately who we were. And they looked us up and they were quite impressed and they gave us badges with our photographs on them. So we were able to partake in the entire day's event, which was exciting because we saw some films, we met some stars, Courtney Cox. What was the other one? Jennifer Connelly. Oh, I love Jennifer Connelly, by the way. I love her. Unfortunately, we didn't get any photographs because we didn't have permission to photograph them. You have to get this in advance. I didn't interview them either because you have to talk to their agents or PR people and set up appointments for And since we didn't know the whole thing was going on, like right. we just showed Spur up. Spur of the moment. And, you know, they didn't have time to find out who also, we Also, Darren Aronofsky was there. The, I mm -hmm. think he's like maybe a two or three time Academy Award nominated director. You guys know him. He did Black Swan. And he, he uh, I think he also just did that, that uh, Noah movie that just came out because Jennifer Connelly was in it. That's how I figured how they got her to go there. And we were walking down the street. And, and for all you 80s, 80s and early 90s people, I met Pauly Shore. Yeah, he was He was like walking down and I just walked up and started talking <laughs> to him. He was a nice guy. We're going to see if we can maybe get him on the show mm -hmm. sometime soon. So many celebrities live in Woodstock, mostly the, the New York celebrities like the De Niro's sort of people. They kind of like to have a place up there because it's only 100 miles from New York City, which is an hour, 45-minute drive. With me, it's about a half-hour drive. But uh, it's, it's very convenient because if you go out in the Hamptons, the traffic is murder on the Long Island Expressway. And then once you get to the Hamptons, 25A is bumper to bumper forever. So people are really fed up with that. Also, the very same house you can get in New Hope, I'm not New Hope, in Woodstock for 450000 in the Hamptons would be $2.5 So that makes a big difference. The people there, like the one lady I spoke to, she said, Ron, 
We have zillionaires here and hardworking people and nobody cares. Nobody judges you by your clothes, your car, your home, or your money, which appeals to me because I can't stand that. You know, I went through that in the 70s with the Gucci bag and the Louis Vuitton bag and the, and the sharp car and the beautiful house and the fancy furniture. It was all bullshit. And my neighbors were trying to keep up with us. So everybody hated each other. They would all talk about each other. It's a very horrible place to be when you have to worry about your home being spectacular because the neighbor next door has a spectacular home. If you it don't, was everybody. They well, were no, like, no, I'm just going on a point. If you don't choose to have a spectacular home in Woodstock, you don't have to have a spectacular home. And that's what I like. You can go barefoot or you can wear high heels with fishnet stockings. There was like everything there. You would see a Rolls Royce driving down mm -hmm. next to like a little Toyota. Uh, it was super cool. Everybody was friendly. No matter where we went, people talked to us yeah. and were friendly. Yeah. And Cheap Jimmy, you know how Cheap Jimmy is. He never goes to expensive restaurants. We do diners. That's like a night out. You know, happy anniversary, honey. We're going to the diner. And you can order a turkey club with a, with a coffee. That's what I get for my anniversary, but that's okay. I love them and I don't mind. We ate at home for our anniversary. Excuse me, but I know, but I'm just being cute. I know, but people but wait, are going to think that's listen, real. It's true. He is cheap. <laughs> Ask anybody that knows us. He will. They will tell you. I Jim, am cheap on dinner, but not on gifts. If Jimmy ever went to dinner and got a $300 bill, what would you do? I would have a heart attack if I had a $300 bill because like, you're going to poop it out the next day and like, who cares? <laughs> I'll spend $300 on a shirt. Because like you can wear it a zillion times and everybody sees you, and I'll spend it on a car because because you use it all the time. But to like so we were to walking, poop it out is we like walking, no good. We were walking through Woodstock, and Jimmy's loving the town. And then we went in for a coffee and a little quick snack in this lovely little coffee shop that's been there since the day one. And Jimmy said. Oh, I got you. He wanted coffee. No, no. How the price? I know. Well, it was fabulous. Like we went in there, right? And he got a coffee, and I got a soda, and he got a cake, a little cake thing, and it was five bucks. And I was like, man, if we were at Starbucks, this would have been like eighteen dollars, you know. And like in this place, it was five bucks though. So I was happy. It was based upon that that Jimmy turned to me and said, "I want to live here. I think we should live here. <laughs> I want to live here." No, it wasn't. It was based on the fact that the film industry is booming mm -hmm. there. They make all kinds of films there. There's tax breaks and tax credits. All kinds of mm -hmm. famous people live there. And it's very artsy and cool as opposed to living someplace, you know, where everybody, you know, sits home and watches football now all day long. Now that we've told you all of this, millions of people are going to move there. The real estate's going to go up and it's going to turn into another East Hampton. God forbid. Let's leave someplace on the planet where earthy honest people can go. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, like you would see like tie-dye people next to people like in a nice suit. I mean, it was just mm -hmm. it was just a very refreshing wonderful, mix of, of cool wonderful people. Wonderful variety of intelligenza. The people that I spoke to in Nobody film, knows what intelligenza means. It's intelligenza, not a real word. <laughs> it is, it is, no, intelligenza is a word. No, it's, it's, an not. In, it's an international word. Intelligenza. You can use that word anywhere in the world, I believe, except the Orient, and people understand you. That's an international word. If I'm wrong, please correct me. I don't. I think you're wrong. But I bet you if you look well, it up anyway, in, the in Italian, we say intelligenza. Okay, in Italian, it might be okay. an international word. So it's an international word. In Italian, it's intelligenza, but you can use it in English as well. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I was an English major. Anyway, <laughs> I was. That's <laughs> only that's only subject I ever. He passed. like open up. He had you know how like they on sh different TV shows, <laughs> people like make up their own words. Like he's got a lot of words and he knows a lot of words, but like he knows a lot of real words, but he also knows a lot of words that he like just makes up and they're like Ron words. I don't make them up. I just find they're creative, <laughs> and they, and they say <laughs> they're what creative, I, but that doesn't mean he made no, them no, up. No, no, no. They they say things that I want to say. It's an abbreviation. In other words, instead of saying going to the farm to see the beautiful animals. I'll design something like, we went to see the animales, you know, I mean, something. Anyway, um, the people I spoke to were people making film, 
have made film, producers, directors. I got to know the casting director very well who casts all the films that they're shooting up in Woodstock because it is a tax-exempt state, which means that you can shoot a film there and get a good tax deduction. Los Angeles now is thinking of making it also a tax deduction state so that they could bring back the filming because filming has left L.A. because of the high taxes. So also, I want to give a shout-out to the chat room. There's a lot of new people in the chat room, so hello, hello. Uh, special guest, Dead End Drivers, an awesome, awesome band. Anybody who's on Twitter knows who they are, so we want to give a shout-out to Dead End Drivers in the chat room. Uh, also, uh, Dave from Stars Now is in there, and uh, there's a whole bunch of great new people that haven't, haven't been in there before, so welcome, welcome to the show. And um, we, uh, we Well, went- after Woodstock, which was a big day, you know, three-hour drive back to um, where we are, the next day, we rested a bit, worked, of course, and then that night, we had a schlep back into New York City, another two and, hour, two and a half hours, to go to a fabulous event at The Cutting Room. The Cutting Room is a nightclub that is part owned by Chris Nort. North. North. N-O-T-H, North. North. It's not North. How North. It's North, Chris North. Chris what, North from Sex in the City. That's what I said, Chris North. Okay, that, I didn't say N-O-R-T-H. I said North. What, what are we today? Like the teacher? Chris, no, it's Chris Noth. You said not. Professor Asshole? Why, what are we today? Mr. Oh, Come take on! How much do divorces cost nowadays? Anyway. Um, anyway, Chris Noth uh, of Sex and the City is part owner. The club is really beautiful. It's designed almost to look like a burlesque room of years ago, of the Dominsky Burlesque House. Very garish, very overdone. Very, very, you know, everything is sort of swaying and, and curvy and intimate. Um, love the room. Food was not bad. I mean, you know, the usual 20 bucks a head to eat, uh, 15 bucks to get in. Of course, we were comped getting in. We don't pay that because we're media. Ha, 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 ha. Um, <laughs> so for 40 bucks, you really get a nice evening. You get a decent meal and a good show. They have many shows there that we want to go back and see. It's the same as like 54 Below and, or, and the other club that we went to. Where, I forgot that one where we saw Kathy Sledge. Where we saw Kathy Sledge. I forgot the, the name Washington of that The Washington Room or something. Something like, like that. Anyway, New York City is doing a lot of nightclubs, bringing back the nightclub circuit, which is wonderful. I worked the nightclub circuit in New York 30 years ago, and then it died. It went away. But now it's coming back, and it's coming back strong. Uh, people want to see live performances again. They are sick and tired of YouTube and television. They want to see their famous star or favorite star in person. So that's coming back. Um, of course, I'll let Jimmy tell you about David, who's a sensational singer. Yeah, so we went and saw He's going to come on the show in November, mm-hmm. but... um. His name's David Raleigh. We had him on the show for his last album that came out like in 2010. And uh, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal, openly gay singer. He plays the piano. He sings. Uh, he's really, really talented. He has a brand new album. It's called The Equation of Love. Um, so we, we actually went there because it was an album release party. We had a really good time with it. And um, oh, uh, the album let, is really good. Let me just tell you a little bit about David on a personal level. Um, He is not a showman in the sense of a nightclub performer. He performs like a lounge piano player, which I like because it's intimate. He wasn't full of grandioso moves and all kinds of, you know, jazzy stuff. He's he's humble. He comes on the stage as your friend. He talks as your friend. But the most beautiful moment was at the end of his show, we gave him a standing ovation. And Jimmy and my table was right right on the stage. We could see him as four feet away. 
Tears were rolling down his cheeks. I have never seen that. I mean, I've seen Diana Ross, that bitch, and Frank Sinatra. I mean, they just laugh at you and go, screw you, I got money, and they walked off the stage. This was a man who was so grateful for the audience's standing ovation that it moved me. Two songs that he sang were outrageously fabulous love songs. What I love about him is he doesn't sing. The lyrics to his songs deal with love, finding love, holding on to love, losing love, discussing love. It's real. Please get his album. I it's beg called you. The Equation of Love. It is so good. Just sit in the room darkened with the one you love and a glass of wine and a candle and put this music on. I guarantee you'll either get pregnant or get laid. One of the two. It was really cool, and like oh, his both. last his last song of the night was called "Thank You," yeah. and that was mm -hmm. the one like, and it was a thanking everybody for like helping with his career. The whole album was funded on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. uh, the people who funded it were all there, and like they flew in from like Switzerland and Germany and like all over the world. The people who financed it, mm -hmm. uh, it was really really good. And then he cried. You know, he had a tear rolling down his eyes when he got the standing ovation. And then uh, everybody clapped. And then everybody was talking. And then we went to the after party. Which was on. Now, I'm a native New Yorker. I lived in New York all my life. I was born in New York. I've been to, you know, as my father used to say, I've been to every cellar and every attic in New York. There's very few places I have not been. Well, the party was at a rooftop. Of, we believe it might have been. I think been, it's called the Monarch Room on the top of the Marriott. We think. We forgot. But anyway... We took the elevator to the top of the sky. When you go on the roof garden, it's all open to the world. The Empire State Building is there. I felt as if I could reach out and grab the Empire State Building. The lights, the, beauty, the way New York City has grown in the last 10 years with all the beautiful colored lights, the new glass buildings, it was a new experience for me. It was awesome. It really I, was. Yeah. We took all kinds of pictures and put them on Instagram and on Ron's Facebook page. You know, I was used to the old New York, like Macy's, Gimbel's, the Tower Building, the Empire State, but now there's a whole new skyline, which is breathtaking. And I recommend it. If any of you want to have a romantic evening when the weather's nice, not in the wintertime, but in the spring or summer, go up to the rooftop, have a drink, six bucks for a Coke, 12 bucks for a cocktail and a bottle of wine. God only knows. But anyway, it's not that expensive. And you can sit there. They don't push drinks. And the furniture is gorgeous on the rooftop. All modern. Very. It's a beautiful room. Please go and enjoy yourself. We did. I'll go back anytime. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. We uh, we had a really good time, and David Raleigh's such a great talent. It wasn't even funny. We did these little interviews, and I got a couple music videos we're going to play during different times of the show. Um, so we're going to do all of that. And then... Uh, uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll do that after we have Cindy Lady Lake come on in a minute. It's such a pleasure to interview somebody that, that you genuinely like. And after the interview, who is still the same person as before the interview. In my lifetime, I have interviewed people who are nasty, mean, cold, and horrible. And then on the interview, they're such sweet little darlings. You love them. And the minute the shoot's over, they go back to being miserable, no good. Mm. That upsets me because I say you're so phony to myself. The people eat up this crap. And meanwhile, you're like Diana Ross, that wicked bitch. But uh, I would never interview her. I wouldn't even talk to her. I think she's the meanest woman in the world. I love Diana Ross, She's too, the but I've meanest never met her. woman in the world. I have stories that I could tell you you wouldn't believe. I'm going to go ahead and have Lady Lake call in and... Uh 
and uh, and call in now, and we can do a little interview with her about some big a big event that she's got going on in two weeks. And then we'll come back, and we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna do our little interviews with David Raleigh and play one of his music videos. Yeah. Which one um, are we playing? Uh, do it to me. He's got another one that I want to play during the break, and and it's a really good one also. So we'll see how it all goes. Can we play one of the ones that are in the video just for the music? And no. we could we can't do that, huh? No. Nope. Got to have video. We're a TV show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey. Hey, look, we got both of them. You need that's light. That. You need light. You need light, girls. Uh, that's also it's the way our thing is. So, oh, is that what it is? Glenn, push us forward a little bit, Glenn. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. You're perfect. All right. Hey. Look at you. Look at you guys. All right, everybody. Welcome. Cindy Lady Lake and Lady Lake Jen, which I know their real names, but like that's their Twitter handles. I know everybody but their Twitter handles. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! Hi, girls. You're looking good. Thank you. Now I know what you look like for sure. Ron was asking me, how old is Lady Lake? (laughs) I was like, I don't know, like 25? I don't know. (laughs) How old is Jen or me? Uh, well, she, he, he would want to know how old either one of you guys are. No, but he was I don't want to know. Because, <laughs> listen, young. She's in, a my world, in my world, men don't go beyond 50 and women don't go beyond 25. In my world. 25. They're okay with that, too. You can tell. Yeah. So you guys say hey to everybody in the chat room and say hey to Chad. Hey, Chad. Whoa, whoa. Hey, hey chat room. Hey, ladies. There you go. That's so cute. You guys look so cute, like sitting together like that. That's really neato. I'm I'm totally digging. So all you guys know Lady Lake and and Lady Lake Jen, Cindy Lady Lake and Lady Lake Jen from Twitter and all their musical promotion stuff. Uh, If you're not following them, you need to be following at Cindy Lady Lake and at Lady Lake Jen uh, on Twitter. They're like the effortless, endless, never stopping promoters of everything cool in the music industry. And they've got a really cool event um, coming up. And like, I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about it. Okay, thanks so much. Actually, we have two events coming up to uh, benefit a charity called Music for Vets. Um, that takes recycled instruments and gives them to vets in veterans' hospitals as part of their rehabilitation. Fantastic. Both shows will be streaming live over the giving stage. You can find out information on givingstage.com. The first show stars the Dead End Drivers who are in chat room. Hey, hey Dead End, end Drivers. <laughs> they will be headlining the show in Denver, which is going to be at Herman's Hideaway. Um, thank you, Colorado Music Buzz, for your participation. Thank you, Literati Records, everybody who's involved in that show. That's coming up October 26th. Then the show that Jen and I are That's actually this weekend. That's this weekend, for. right? That's this weekend. Um, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Then Where we is have, it being held? Herman's something. Um, Herman's Hideaway in Denver. Okay. okay. But and then, then your event. We have another show. That's the one we will be at. If anybody wants to meet us, come to Charlotte, North Carolina on November 1st to Meetings on Mint. That's on Mint Street. Um, you will see some Spectra artists um, performing. We have International Nova. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. yay. <laughs> Dave Tolliver. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Doc G of PM Dawn. Yay! yay. We have, Ron doesn't know Doc G yet, but we've had Dave Tolliver and Nova on the show. He doesn't I, know. I just did yay because Jimmy yayed. <laughs> yeah, and then we have, we have artists from Rise Records. Um, Omar um, Sistrink is the head of Rise Records. He's performing. He has Rise artists performing. 
And we have Diane Cameron from Lady Lake performing. Uh, Hi, and Diane. she's in the chat room, too. Hello, Diane, everybody. Diane Cameron's going to be performing, and she is fabulous. So if you'd like to win two Cancun vacations, which are up for grabs, please go on to givingstage.com and pledge some money for Music for Vets towards these charitable um, shows that we're putting on. Also, please watch us live. Jen and I will be live. Uh, from the November 1st event from Charlotte. Please watch Diane, Dead and Drivers, Nova, all the great performers for a great cause. And thank you, Jimmy and Ron, for all of your support and welcoming us to the show. Yes, thank you so Absolutely. much. You're very sweet. You're very kind. Um, also, everybody, you can read Lady Lake on my Facebook page. She's always there doing something wonderful, supporting things that I write and do, and I thank you for it. I don't know which one is it. Which lady? Okay, Lake Lady is Lake is on the le on your left, I'm and Jen Cindy, is Lady Lake. That's Cindy, and Jen is on the okay, right. Okay, so the blonde is the one that's on my Facebook. I yes. There. <laughs> okay. So so okay so like everybody needs to check all this out. So where do they where do they where do they go to find out Giving Stage? I know you guys can follow Giving Stage on Twitter. It's at Giving Stage. Givingstage.com has all the information. It has show tickets. You can get free show tickets. For the online streaming shows, cost you absolutely nothing. Donations are welcome, but not yeah. mandatory. But please, you know, even a few bucks from everybody, if everybody would help us out, we'd raise some nice money for the charity. So please do watch and please do contribute what you can afford. We'd appreciate it. So this I, is I, also, I, oh, hang on, yeah. let me just say one thing, because this is like a really big thing. The Jimmy Star Show, you guys, you know, like we're, we're streaming. We're a streaming show. We're on the internet. We're on Roku. Soon we're going to be on Google and Apple TV. It's all streaming. And this giving stage, this is like this is like technology like way ahead of its time. This is like instead of paying $150 to go see a concert, like you can just plug into your computer and see the actual concert from your home uh, that's going on, and you can donate money. We had... Um, Pia, Pia Toscano does that a lot with Jared Lee. She's an American Idol finalist, and we had her on the show when she was doing a show like that. Uh, it's a great way to contribute to charity, and it's just way – I mean, if you're really into technology and being at the cutting-edge forefront of what's going on in technology, this is the way to do it, and it's a, like a really, really cool thing. So go to givingstage.com and, and check it all out because it's like really, really cool, and the, the talent that you guys are going to see is awesome. You guys remember Dave Tolliver? He's the one that when Ron had the big conversation about Magnum condoms with on the show. <laughs> and then we had uh, International Nova, Jesus. who's been on the show several times, and he's fantastic. And yep. he's got the single photogenic. Doc G is from PM Dawn. Everybody remembers them, one of the most influential <laughs> bands of all time. And then they have Lady Lake artist Diane Cameron. She is beautiful and fabulous, and she's in the chat room now. And who, who, who else? Who's the other artist? I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, well, Rise Records, who is an indie label in Charlotte, has partnered up, and they're so generous. Hi, Omar. I know you're listening in. Hey, um, Omar. What's up? They're hosting the event for us. They have the video crew. They have the audio crew. Twin Radio is coming down. Hey, Twin Radio. Oh, I love the guys from Twin Radio. They're fantastic, too, you guys. Have, we have companies who are donating their time and their services and flying in for this event. Um, actually giving stage, Joan Bernstein is coming down. Um, thank you, Deirdre Stevens, for backing us from um, Music for Vets. We have so much support, and all these companies are coming together for charity, which I think is just a beautiful thing to see. And the thing I always say is if everybody just sent one dollar, that's all you need, one Amen. little dollar. And if a few million people sent that million dollars, there you go. You're over the top. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so, Jen, we want to hear, we want to hear you talk, Jen. Say something. Quick, Ola. put your hand up her ass and move Ola. around. Ola, so she says hola. 
<laughs> no, I said, I said, put your hand up her ass and move her mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, Jen, come on in and say something. First of all, because we don't ever get to see you. I talk to Cindy a lot, but I don't actually get to talk to you very much. So, how are you? How's life? Everything going good? Absolutely. We're looking so forward to the events coming up. and Yes, we're give, looking forward to that. Yeah, to be able to give back to the vets and for everything they've done. It's Absolutely. Just, Oh, I thought she was talking about our event in June. No. You're coming gonna, to our gonna event. Come, we're going to have them come to our event, too, in June. You have to come to our event in June. It's a three-day gay thing at Disney World. They want to come already. Disneyland. What is it? Disneyland or World? We're Disneyland. here. We're here. Yeah. We're here. Invite us. Yes, you know, we're going to invite you. When we it's get closer to it, you guys will big, be coming. It'll be deal. a lot of fun. Big deal. I want to apologize to everybody listening and watching. I have a terrible head cold, and I will be coughing during the show, so please don't let that upset you. I just won't spit up the phlegm. Oh. Swallow that. So okay, so I mean, like, how, while, how gross can I get? I so love while it. you guys are like there it. too, because like you guys uh, always make great comments and stuff when you're in the chat room, especially when we talk about like all the older celebrities, which is like kind of like Ron's forte right, right. And, and stuff. So who is one of your favorite actors or actresses from the fifties or sixties or I don't know, back in the black and white days? Oh, for me, I loved Audrey Hepburn. I think Absolutely. she was amazing. Gorgeous, elegant. I love Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's my favorite. Also, My Fair Lady. I'm a geek with that. It's a little embarrassing. Yeah, Audrey, Audrey was absolutely the epitome of the elegant, poised woman. She spoke beautifully. She was always a lady and never lost her composure. Uh, my dear friend Richard Blackwell, Mr. Blackwell of the 10 Worst Dress List, he, he knew Audrey. He dressed her. And I asked him, I said, what was she like off camera? He said, Ron, exactly as you saw her on camera. She was always the most beautiful feminine lady. That's what we, we had ladies back then. She never got out of a car without panties and opened her legs for the paparazzi. <laughs> she didn't have to. She had talent and beauty. Ron can't stand that, all the people who open up like for the paparazzi and, and give everybody the beaver I mean, shot. You know, like, like Jackson's sister, the top of the dress fell off, one tit fell out. <clears throat> I mean, it's stupid. Or Miley on stage humping. She doesn't have to. You know, Miley was so beautiful in the New Year's Eve ball dropping in that white fox coat and that evening gown. She was stunningly beautiful. That's what should impress people today, not the vulgar, disgusting display of, look at me, I'm common and I'm a freak. I don't, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> That's what I feel. And Audrey I Hepburn, agree with you, Ron. I absolutely agree. I think if someone is talented, the talent, is uh, goes up well, stand on your own. Right. Look, uh, Grace Kelly, another one. Grace Kelly, Grace the Screen. She walked on the screen. She didn't have to open her legs in a van. Actually, Lady Lake Music, because they're like a music company, and they work mm -hmm. with great artists, and their artists, one of their artists is Fred and Lori Diamond, who you love. Mm -hmm. Um, like, so I they, have, they have phenomenal my, taste send them my love. They have, and they have a brand new album that just dropped because she sent a Twitter picture today, but I don't remember the name of it. Do you guys remember the name of the album? The album has just come out and we only have one single that we're promoting. I don't have anything. I mean, it's that new. Um, we haven't even started our campaign on it for them. So what was the name of it though? You What's the name of the album? Oh, you don't remember the name of the album though? It was written on it, but I forgot. Anyway, everybody needs to check out Lori Diamond. And I loved him. I want to go to dinner with him. There's a lot of people come on our show that I'd love to have dinner with just to get to know them personally. And they, those two I'm crazy about. No, my whole point of bringing that up though was like, because we were talking about class and like elegance mm -hmm. and you guys like really work with like some really great, great performers. And I don't know the names of all of them. I know David Martinez is a really big talent. Diane Cameron's a really big talent. And Lori Diamond and Fred Abatelli is a really big, uh, they're really 
big, you know, with the whole thing. So, like, we love all of them. And I have to say something about myself. I don't want to sound like I'm stupid because I said how vulgar some are when I'm just as vulgar. I'm vulgar now because it appeals to the younger audience. I'm trying to be like the cool grandfather that's hip and with the people of today. Today, cursing is very, very fine. It's good. It's in the movies. It's in social parties. No matter where you go, you know, F word is all over the place. It's really not who I am. If you know me in person, I'm totally different. Watch my f interviews with Jane Russell and Cliff well, Actually, Robertson. Lady Lake has seen all your interviews. Yeah, I mean, they're very nice and I'm a gentleman. But on this show, I want to be crazy, wild, and, and nutso. And it's playing a part. It's not really who I am in person. I'm quite different than I am on this show. What depends on where we are. <laughs> well, if I'm with my Brooklyn friends, you know, F is, hello, F. <laughs> you know, get the F and thing. Get, it's what all the F, over the what place. What the F are you doing? How the F are you? I mean, you can't help it. That's the. But in Brooklyn, F doesn't mean what it means in the rest of the world. It's an affectionata. In other words, the affectionata. Uh, okay, he just made up another no, word. No, affectionata. So is let's go back, word. though. All right, so you guys, first of all, you guys give a plug for your business. First of all, I think your screen froze because, like, I don't see you anymore moving. Mm. Chad? Oh, girls, move. Your video went out, Jim. Oh, my video went out? Okay, but not theirs. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, are we there? Hello? Hi? Yeah, there you go. Uh, um, say I, something I, again. Okay, so I'm not going to worry about it. All right, so give a little plug for your business. Tell everybody like what you do real quick, and that way if anybody's listening, they're, they're looking for you. They'll know how to find you. Okay, well, you could find me on Twitter all the time at Lady Lake Music. And what we do is we take artists, we help them with strategy, we help them with publicity, we help them to build themselves, build their career. We have had Lori Diamond for years and years. She started out as a solo singer. She was doing open mics. She um, met up with Fred. They formed a duo. And you can see how far they've come. Um, we took David Martinez on tour. Uh, he went to, through a whole U.S. tour. We, we booked and promoted that tour. Um, we're, we're very big into artist development, and we feel as if we represent some really good talent, and we just try and help everybody move to the next level. Great. You can help me. I need to move a few levels. <laughs> <laughs> I need to elevate about 20 levels. So you guys can follow Lady Lake Music at Cindy Lady Lake on Twitter. Jen, you can follow at Lady... It's Lady Lake Music Jen Lady or Lady Lake, Lake Jen? I'm Lady Lake Music and Jen is Lady, Lady Lake, Lake Jen. Okay, so at Lady Lake Jen and at Lady Lake and Cindy at Lady Lake Music. Okay. Oh, it's not Cindy Lady Lake Music. I just I got that all mixed up. Maybe, my bad. You, maybe you do want to help me out because I was asked to bring back my Set the Record Straight show on um, our channel that we're on now. And uh, I think I'm going out to L.A. and getting younger people. I mean, not young, like Stephanie Powers and Raquel Welch and th that age group and interview them. Uh, oh. So maybe we could get the word out that the world has to know. So, so we can get a sponsor for <clears throat> well, that show. Well, not only that, the world has to know that if you're over 40, you're not to be forgotten. In Europe, Old stars like Anna Magnani, Sophia Loren, they adore them. They, young people, 10-year-olds know who they are. This country is so disposable. After 40, goodbye. Actually, the, now it's like after 60. I mean, I asked somebody about Barbara Streisand. He said, who? I said, don't you know who Barbara Streisand is? He said, well, I've heard of her. I mean, I wanted to drop dead. You've heard of Barbara Streisand? I mean, come on. Love it. Anyway, so we really have got to get the word out to these young people that art is art. And art has every decade a different artist, a different performance, a camera technique, a different direction, a different idea. It's history. 
So let's go back though, because we gotta like uh, we gotta like wrap up a little bit. I want to make sure everybody like knows. So go to givingstage.com, you guys. Find out about the event for vets. Uh, it's gonna be a really really great event. It's uh, November first in Charlotte, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. November first. Um, you'll if you follow Lady Lake Music or Lady Lake Jen on Twitter, you'll see all kinds of updates for it. Um, please, please participate. Log in, pledge a little bit of money, pledge a dollar, and one dollar, uh, fifty cent. Not fifty cents. You can't send a dollar. One friggin' dollar. What do you, a dollar buys gum? Not even chewing gum's a dollar eighty-five. So you know, <laughs> a dollar. What's a dollar today? There you go. So let's do that. And then we want to thank you guys for coming on the Jimmy Star Show, and also just thank you in general for all your support and your, the card you guys sent Ron last week. And oh, forget was just about it. I mentioned it last week. I will keep that card forever. It oh. is the most beautiful card I have ever received from a stranger. Jimmy, of course, gives me beautiful cards that mean more to me than anything because of what he writes in them. But when I opened that envelope, which was stunning, and I saw that card, I thought, oh, my God, is this really the most beautiful card I've ever received? And I thank you again for it, and I'm keeping it always. We watch you every week, Ron. I feel like I know you, although I don't yet. Well, we will when we meet. I didn't even know you were a blonde. (laughs) I, I thought you were like 86 years old with false teeth, bald you know, with eyeglasses, 500 pounds, and a walker. And now you found out she's a hot blonde. <laughs> now I see that you're a sexy tomato with long blonde hair and really outrageous and a great speaker. You know, it, it changed my... No, I really never thought of you that way. I'm being, you know, f- I'm being flip. No, I, I, I know what you look like because you're... No, actually, your picture's not on my Facebook page. It's, some other, it's like a cartoon, isn't it, or something? Oh, it's a painting that I did. Oh, is that you did that painting? Yes, sir. I, I didn't know. Well, That's you'll get funny. a Christmas card. I make handmade Christmas cards with paintings on them. I'll send you one. Thank you. Oh, I will you keep. I will awesome. frame it and keep it forever. Just sign it for me in the front. Oh, of <laughs> no, no, seriously. I have memorabilia from. Well, I've got tons of stuff from Jane Russell, which I will never part with. People have said to me, "Are you going to sell it?" No. My daughter has the bra that she borrowed from my daughter Leslie, and I have all the jewelry she wore. That was my drag jewelry. To the event, my mother's mink stole that she wore. I have that. I have her fork. Uh, Jane Russell, when she traveled from house to house, liked her own fork and her own pillow. And she stole a pillowcase of mine, but that's okay. <laughs> she, her, she didn't like her pillowcase. She said, you have a pillowcase? I gave her one. And when she left, she went left with the pillow in my pillowcase. But she left behind her fork. And I have Jane's fork. And I treasure all the beautiful things she's given me over the years and signatures. So I'm a sentimental slob. And I promise you, if you send me that, I will hang it with the rest of my memorabilia. So anyway, everybody follow these guys on Twitter. They're super fabulous. They're great friends of the show. They're great friends of us. And we very love good to, to us. And, and they're uh, very good to us. You and, girls and, are wonderful. And really participate us. in this event. Um, please part with the dollar and, and, and support everything they do and support all the great artists that are devoting their time and all the sponsors and businesses and everything that are devoting their time. And check it all out. Go to givingstage.com. And we want to thank you guys for calling into the Jimmy Star Show. And thank, thank you, you guys. Thank you. thank you very much for doing everything you do for us. If ever you need us, ask and it's yours. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Bye, girls. Love it. Okay, so nice Chad. People. Hi, nice Captain. People. Do you still have us now? Can you see us? I can. Okay, I don't know what happened with that. They're, they're that, that little stamp down there. I see two little heads on the Yeah, stamp. that's us. Stop screwing with it, Ron. Can't, can't we afford to get like a monitor like real Please. television I mean, people have? <laughs> I mean, I'm working in this... 
weirdness. It's like I'm working in no, a you're dungeon. Not you're not. You're working in modern technology. <laughs> oh Christ! I, I I like a monitor that I could see what we look like. You know, I, you know I, what you look like. You look at yourself in the mirror all the time. That's not true. You're that is so uh, not true. Oh. I look in the mirror as I pass by and I say, "Hi, mom." Because I look no, he like doesn't. my mother. He doesn't, he doesn't look good, but he looks fabulous. I got. I was so skinny. I was. So here's ugly. what we're gonna do. Um, uh, first of all, because I, I want people to hear David Raleigh a little bit since we went to his thing. So before we do anything, Chad, let's play the "Do It To Me" video. Uh, this is the single off the new album, Equation of Love, and we're wait, gonna play it for everybody. Can't we play that beautiful "Thank You" song? No, you but wait, we don't have to. We could just you and I could just do this to it. I don't have. I don't send it because if it's not a video, it doesn't no. work on television. You've got listen to me, everybody out there. I don't blow smoke up your canoes, okay? Go out and get this album. I swear to you. Call "Equation of Love." I swear to you, you will thank me for it. It's like years ago when Johnny Manthus sang, if you're, for those of you who know who he is. It's, it's passionate. It's a and the music is beautiful. I'm thrilled with it. It's in the car, and we played it all the way back from New York City at 3 o'clock in the morning. Who wants to hear music at 3? I do. Well, we did because it was soft and it was beautiful, and I made Jimmy hit the button, keep playing that one song over and over again. It is beautiful. And Jimmy doesn't represent him. So it's not like we're looking for you to buy things to give us money. Not happening. I, I don't know why you would bring that up anyway, but either way. Well, he, he belongs to... <laughs> he belongs like, to he's not on the spectrum why? music. Well, you though. know what? Because they think, oh, sure, sure, sure. They always say these artists are great because they're going to make money on the record. I don't make any money. It's just talent. We, all we do is promote talent. Yeah, so he has nothing to do with Jimmy. He, Jimmy don't get a nickel from him. In fact, he costs us money. Yeah, we spend money to go see him, to you guys. See it's him. fabulous. So. But, so this is it. The name of the song is Do It To Me. How about you got that, Chad? Tell him the album again. I can't Equation of Love by David Raleigh. Wonderful Here's the album. single, Do It To Me. Waiting for my baby, my heart's an open door. The fire is set, the champagne's chilled and ready to be poured. What are you waiting for, my baby? Your favorite record's on. The blinds are down, the lights are dim, so baby, do it to me.
Yay! That's David Raleigh, everybody. The name of the song is Do It To Me. That's his first single off the album Equation of Love. And the album just came out uh, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, now that's a great song for those of you who like it, but that's not the reason I would buy the album for that song. Personally, I'm telling you the truth. It's the two songs that I mentioned. The thank you song, every single performer should use. I'm thinking if ever I go back on stage again, you know, my one-man show, I would sing it at the end. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beyond beautiful song. And then the other one I like, it's about maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't love you because you're not the one for me. And it is the most tender, beautiful lyric and gorgeous melody. Actually, lots of the songs were really good. The very first song was great. And like the chorus was like, roses are blue and violets are red. I loved it. It was I like really that. catchy. You know, everybody buys an album for one song. We really don't buy it for the whole album. Actually, this has like six or seven songs really out of the good. ten that are really, but, really but good. But this song that you just heard is not my favorite. I, li- I like it. <clears throat> he it's likes it. It's very popular. I would buy the album to it's listen to. It's not smart to. for a, like a, an artist to like do a ballad at the beginning of a song. Like no, ever I know that. But, but I, that's not my pr- – I'm talking about my – idea of what was right for me and i'm sure that lots of people out there will agree they're with all me. gonna like the ballads the ballads are fabulous I'm, i've never heard them as well i swear to god i could send them to johnny manthus he'd record them tomorrow so while we were there and we went to the rooftop we did two little interviews ron's is, l- is longer than mine um but i think uh let's let's play let's play those chad roger that let's do, hey, let's do the first one who are you gonna do first ron i mean chad it doesn't matter uh going for ron so he doesn't throw a fit all right, so oh, this I don't is, throw fits. This is Ron's care? interview with David Raleigh, you guys. Put on the, Jimmy's on first. It's no, no, bo- don't do boring. This one. Mine is exciting. Better Jimmy's save the boring. best for last. Yeah, save the best for last. I'll go second. Okay, let's go. <laughs> no, trust me, it stinks. Okay. Why do you say things like that? All right, one, two, three, go. Hey, everybody, Ron Russell here. Another at the piano singing. Two songs that broke my heart, fabulous songs. One was uh, something that we can't be in love. It's only love. It's only love. It's on his album. Yes. And the second one was the last one, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, it was breathtaking. He got a standing ovation and tears were coming down his eyes. I was so moved by this man because not only does he sing, but he sings from his heart, not only from his lungs. Tell us all about yourself. Yay! Well, what am I now? I'm a New Yorker. Um, I've been here a long time playing the piano and singing it about a, five years ago. I, I, I've been a cabaret guy most of my life, and about five years ago, I kind of transitioned to doing more of my own original music and taking it on tour, and I've been touring you know, all over the place, mostly Australia and Hong Kong, and, and uh, it's been really, really wonderful. And I, had a, I did a Kickstarter campaign, which was very exciting. I did a Kickstarter campaign, and I um, raised money to make this album, and it's just been... Tell me about the album. What songs are on the album? The album is called uh, The Equation of Love. Um, with, you named two of them. Oh, I love uh, you named It's Only Love and Thank You. Both, uh, you know what? We're playing those two songs on our, on our radio show as well as our TV show. Oh, thank oh, yeah, you. Because I love them. I want everybody to hear it. Thank you know, when I don't like a song, you know I don't mention it. And if I say, Jimmy, put it in the car, well, he's going in, in my the car. car. Sure. Yay. Because this man is fabulous. He can sing. I put him up there with Nat King Cole, Johnny oh. Mantis, and a few other great singers wow. of my day. Those are heroes of mine. So Only heroes. So tell me a little bit about your background. Where do you come from? Well, I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Um, I was a, you know, a good kid from Seattle. Um, church-going kid, and um, I moved to California for a few years, and I played a lot. That's where I really basically began my career in Southern California, playing a lot in California. 
And then I moved to New York, and I've been working in New York for about you know, 15 years, just doing the doing the scene and having a great time. And, and now I'm starting on this embarking on this part of uh, my journey. Do you like to talk about your private life? Because Art Network is the GOBG, you know, gay lesbian. What channel. kind of private life would you like to talk I about? I don't know however open you want to be. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm on camera, so I can't be that open. Okay, so be. <laughs> but I can be as open as I can. Be as open as you um, want. You know, I mean, uh, well, you know, I'm a gay man. I will actually say. That, See, is that, okay, is people. that as open as it can be? Um, I'm a gay black short man. Right. Um, a talented one. <laughs> so talented. Trust me, folks. Where's that CD? The CD's right there. Here it is. Right. Look at it. Thank get you. it. Don't he get it. And don't, like he made a point on stage. He said the 99 cent things on the $1.49 albums don't sound as good. iTunes. Buy the real thing. The real deal. The CD has the quality that you want to hear. Those other things sound like crap. <laughs> but anyway, here you go. Oh, uh, thank you. Thanks, guys. And you know, everybody out there that's gay, look how wonderful we are. Look at the kinds of people we are. We're not trash like some people think we are. We're fabulous. We're talented. And we make the world beautiful. And this man certainly, with his voice and music, made my night very uh, beautiful. Thank you so much. No, I'm serious. Thank you very much. I really mean it. I loved what you did. Thank you. I loved it. I would prefer you to sing without that orchestra, to tell you the truth. Solo. I would love to hear you. No, I'd love to hear you again. Cabaret style. Okay. Just you and the piano. And that wonderful... Everything you do is just so... It's not hot, baby. Thank you, Thank you, you so much. much for this yes. interview. And you're uh, we're, we're, you're coming on our show soon, I I, I hope so. Yes, yes, you are. You're coming I love, on our show. Really yes. Thank you so well, much. Thank you guys. And please, please, yes. Yes. Live your life. Be happy. Life is great. Life is wonderful. Listen and to thank David. You so he knows much. what he's saying. Uh, yeah, it's it's only love, and it's yep. yours for taking. I'm right. going to. Okay. See you next time. Thank, thank you, David. Here's Jimmy. Hey everybody, I'm Jimmy Star from the Jimmy Star Show, and I am here with superstar performer David Riley and his producer, who's also a superstar Stop performer, it, Nathan Jones. And we're here for the what's the name of the album? Equation of Love. Yeah, the Equation of Love album release party that we just had at the cutting room, where, where David performed with us. Nathan produced the album, and now we are. Where are we now? We are at the Monarch Rooftop in the middle of Manhattan. Beautiful, beautiful Manhattan. The Monarch rooftop and the Empire State Building is right next door. And the new album is absolutely fantastic. Nathan's from Australia. We've had him on the Jimmy Star Show before in the past. Say a little something cool about the album. Well, the album is uh, the true David Riley album, I feel. He's done such a great job. His vocals sound amazing. The songs are fantastic, too. Honored to be involved. And uh, it is out now. Oh, you know, I have to say, here's a little bit of gossip, but I always thought that you guys were like lovers. I think you suggested uh, that in the last interview. I, I know, yeah. I always suggested we, we, that. We're here to quash rumors. But today I actually met David's husband. Yeah, well, well that, so now, see, that, that's a rumor killer, for sure. That's a rumor killer, for sure. Okay. Uh, there you go. You heard it first here, guys. <laughs> but anyway, the album is out now. David's fantastic on it. He's a great, great performer. Everybody needs to get it. It's available on iTunes, but... He would rather have you go to... I would rather have you come to my house and come to Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, you can quash those rumors, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah right. there he goes. Um, no, go, 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 go look in your local uh, Amazon.com. I mean, buy, the, buy the CD. Do you have a website that it's on? That's, I think, what we're pointing to. What's the website? Oh, the website. Yes. Oh, not Amazon. What's the website? DavidRolly.com. Is that right? Go. Go. He's go giving ahead. a plug to Amazon, and he's got his own website. What's going on? What am I thinking? <laughs> hey, you guys, if you want to follow him on Twitter, at DavidRolly. Uh, Nathan, what's your Twitter? Uh, uh, Nathan L. Jones. Nathan L. Jones. Yeah, what's your yeah, website? Yeah. Oh, what? No, it's NLJMusic.com. There you go. 
know you guys. You're two fantastic performers. So happy to be here with them tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Yay. So if you guys like Chatty, you notice like like Ron's been 50 for 50 years. Somebody wake up Ron. I know. Ron's been gay for 50 years, but he still can't say LGBTQ TV. Well, it doesn't rhyme with gay. I have to tell you why. I'm dyslexic. I don't, I'm not ashamed to say it. And I have difficulty with certain things like W4CY. He I, has it now. I wow, finally I learned believe. after two years being on, the, on your network. Practice. The, the gay lesbian thing throws me because dyslexic people really can't do that as quickly as Jimmy does. So I just do now the gay and lesbian, the GB, what the hell ever it is. <laughs> He just you say know, the gay network. But, but I was only kidding around. Jimmy got very offended when I was teasing him about his interview. Jimmy's a great interviewer, and he's very <laughs> up. You know, I do it more like I'm the friend next door having coffee. But Jimmy does it very professionally. You know, he does that, hey, all that jazz. So it's a good interview. <laughs> Jimmy's a good interviewer. Thank I you. thought they were both Of course, both of course nice. he, wa he wasn't on television for four years interviewing major stars, but, you know, we'll overlook that. Oh, well, that's okay. You well, got to get. You start someplace, eh? Hey. Yeah, I mean, you know. I'm going out to 20 million people now. I'm happy. <laughs> Well, so am I. So am I. So then, you guys, so we had a great time, and it was on top of the Monarch rooftops. Like, So we had it yeah, right. Yeah, so we got the name Monarch. Go to the Monarch rooftop. What hotel is it? And it, it was really good. Um, I think it was the Marriott. I I'm think not it's sure. the Marriott. So go ahead, then. Um, you wanted to talk real quick about next week's show, and then we're going to play a video next, while we do a change. Next week's show is fabulous because it's our Halloween show. I will be in Masquerade, Jimmy will be in Masquerade, and Deirdre will be in Masquerade. But our guests... If everything go well, will be Rick Sykes, who impersonates Liza Minnelli, and Tommy Femia, who impersonates Judy Garland. And they're going to come to us from Don't Tell Mamas in New York City, where they probably will sing together as mother and daughter, and it's a riot. I've also invited Lisa Lauren in, who does Sophia Loren. She may be out of the country. If she is, she can't perform. And also, Rick said if he's up for a movie role and if they're shooting, he may not make the show. So you no, know, not Rick, the other guy, Tommy. Oh, Tom, Tommy's up for a movie role? Yeah. Oh, she just says that in case she doesn't want to come on. <laughs> oh, I know that bitch for years. He was in, my, he was in shows of mine years ago. Oh, that, that's, that's like I'm out of the country, you know. Oh, please. Anyway, uh, it's going to be our Halloween show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a great time last year. We're going to have yes. a great time this year. Yes. And we'll be all and, dressed wait, up. Wait, I didn't finish. We have a bona fide certified witch, Eric. The witch is coming on. He he's may gonna Skype in. He may Skype in or be here in person, and he's gonna really tell us what Halloween's all about when the witches fly around the treetops. There you go. It'll be a lot of fun. So it's gonna be a fun. We always have fun anyway, and we mm -hmm. wanna thank everybody. You're definitely gonna wanna like tune in next week. Mm -hmm. Um what we're gonna do now, you guys, is we're gonna play oh so David Raleigh, he teamed up with a bunch of really cool people and they did a remake of uh, That's What Friends Are For, the Dion Warwick um, song that had everybody singing on it, and they did it with some real prominent people. So it's David Rawling, Alan Cummings, who's like a uh, a super nominated actor. I think he just got a, an Emmy for uh, that TV show that he's on now. But he's super fabulous. Everybody will know him when you see him. Billy Porter, who has a Tony and a Grammy, and Eric Gold. And the four of them got together. They did a cover of That's What Friends Are For, and all the money went to a homeless uh, LGBT youth shelter in New York City. And, and, and I want to do a quick shout-out. My very dear friend, Lainey Kazan, is starting to film now My Greek Wedding 2 up in Canada. How did that like fit into what I'm talking well, about? Well, it just came into my mind. <laughs> 
know. I, I mean, know, but those things come afterwards because now, like, I lost all my momentum. But that's okay. You never had momentum. You've I always sliding have momentum. Along forever. I've been sliding along forever. Anyway, so anyway, no, no, we I go back to, and tell that. Well, no, we're going to play a video because we have to do a change it's now. It's okay. I like I like things that are not. I don't like continuity. I know. I like continuity. <laughs> anyway, Lady Kazan, as you know, is a great singer, and she played the mother in the original. So keep your eyes out, kids, because we're going to have Lainey back on the show from Canada where they will be shooting uh, the movie. Okay, so going back, here's, here's That's What Friends Are For by David Raleigh, Billy Porter, See, Alan Cummings. Friend, when he mentioned friends, I thought of Lainey. That's how I associated okay, it. Okay, anyway, by David Raleigh, Billy Porter, Alan Cummings, and Ari Gold. You got it, Chad? Rolling. All right. I'd feel this way And as far as I'm concerned I'm glad I got a chance to say That I do believe I love you And if I should ever go away Well then close your eyes and try To feel the way we do today And then if you can remember Keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me, for sure. That's what friends are for, in good times and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for.
Yeah, that's that's what friends are for by David Raleigh, Billy Porter, Alan Cummings, and Ari Gold. And before I introduce our Hollywood Vixen, I want to do one other quick shout-out. Uh, Tuesday, I think it was last Tuesday, if you guys remember the Midnight Slander, we had them on the show a couple of weeks ago. Their new album is now out in stores. It's called The Long Way Home. We played the single Runaway, which is a big hit and doing really, really well on radio. So we want to tell everybody to, have, to follow at the Midnight Slander uh, on Twitter and go out and get the brand-new album, The Long Way Home. And now... We want to welcome our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Yay! Yay! Say Hey, what's up, my chitty chatters? What's there going on? Go. There's so many of you, and there's a lot of you that I don't know. So hi to all my new chitty chatter, not mine, but the show's chitty chatters. <laughs> <laughs> and hello to all of our usual suspect chitty chatters. There what's going go. on, people? Hi, Chad. Hello, sexy. Hi, how are you? Sunny lady like says hollow vixen. <laughs> Yay, everybody's I'm saying so much like, better now that I so heard my sexy there. voice. Hi, there baby. You go. Hey, Miss La- Lady Lake, Miss Cindy, and <laughs> Mr. David Starsnow. Hello. Hey, Dave. How are you? Hello, Dave. How you doing? Oh, thanks. I look hot. You're so sweet. I love you, Dave. whatever she's an actress she just auditioned for an English part if anybody, no that was not a good English accent I can do better wait let me do can I have another audition um, so I have on a Jimmy Star original today I don't know I, I'll try to stand up I don't know if everybody can kind of I'm going to go off the mic for a sec but this is a really cool top it's green and it's got um, black skulls all over it so I wore it for Halloween, I thought it was very kind of witchy, scary. So, okay, look at this, everybody. It looks great. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute, Chad? It looks great. He says it looks great. (laughs) It looks fabulous. I mean, you're beautiful, so you look good in everything. (laughs) Thank you. Jimmy only made two. I have one, and the other one is on eBay for for sale. It's it's amazing. Oh, thanks, Dean. I do, I I do good work. <laughs> that wasn't Dean. That was Chad. Yeah, she no, knows was Dean. She's yeah, smart. she was yeah, smarter than you, Jimmy. I that was me. Hey, boo boo. Voice. Jeannie Weenie. Jeannie Little Weenie. Oh, no. I didn't say Little Weenie. I don't know if he has a little one or a big one. I just know that he has one. Ron, your rubber arm glue, whatever you say, bounces off me and sticks to you. Dean is Jewish and Italian, so you that. know. I remember that when I was a kid. Also, sticks and stones may break, break my, my bones. bones, but words will never harm me. Oh, Gee, we're head. going back to like when we were kids. How are you, Dean? How's the new baby? I thought you were going to say sticks and stones may break my bones, but a boner would never harm you. Whoa. That's true. A boner, oh. a boner never would harm you. I have but, to agree Anyway, with that. tell me about the baby. What's going on with the baby? Oh, the baby's in the next studio over. Oh, and we're not there congratulations. I, I wish I, I was there. Yeah, Congrats, the baby's Grandpa. engineering a show right now. <laughs> well, it, you know what? It, get them started young. They're never too young to start. I mean, showbiz, you got to get them you know, either in front of the camera or behind the camera as soon as possible. I love babies. Right. I, I don't love taking care of them, but I'd love to touch them, look at them, and then say goodbye. And then when they cry, I go, here you go, <laughs> Oh, no, I, I can't stand crying babies. I yeah, go crazy. Well, I mean, I was in Marshalls the other day. How do you live with day. yourself, oh, then? 
woman had a kid that was crying and she started beating the kid up and oh, oh no another right. woman said to her don't you dare hit that child and she said something vulgar it's my child mind your <laughs> business well, but and i thought they were going to swing it out and i thought gee whiz you know this is like bucks county people don't do that this is so brooklyn hey ron hey ron if you don't like housewives ron if you don't like crying I, babies how you live with yourself Oh! What is, what, is, what is? I didn't hear that. What is that? Tell Tim again. Chad, it's time to go. <laughs> what, what, what is that? Dean, it's time to go. Hey, yeah, let me move on. So you know, <laughs> has Thank anyone you, seen Renee what, what Zellweger's what new face? Say? What did he say? <laughs> he, yes, said, he said, if you don't like crying babies, how do you live with yourself? <laughs> oh, I I walked away and I heard Renee Zellweger. Yes, Renee oh my Zellweger God, she is ugly now. Right? What did she? I didn't even recognize her. What she is she horrible. thinking? She was never a beauty to begin no, with. No, she wasn't, but now she looks even worse. No, she just thing. doesn't look like, like herself. No, she doesn't look like her. I don't know. You know, I was studying, but she and looks they better. had the side-by-side, side, and I'm trying to look at her 10 years ago and then her now, and I'm trying to figure out what she had done to her she face. She looks better. She used to look like an Eskimo. I don't think she looks better. <laughs> oh, she no. used to she have that like... Now her eyes are round. I didn't see her. She, looks looks weird. Weird. she used before to she look had, like that cute... She had the upper lids that hung. They made her look Asian. Now her eyes are round. Her nose has been sculptured and she's got cheekbones and a pointy chin. They got rid of that fat face with the squinty eyes. Well, she, she used to have better. that cute, like, uh, innocent look and now she just looks like a... A woman. Evil bitch. I think she's no, just been like gone away too long. Lady Trump. I know she just no, looks I, like anyway, midlife. I think, I think she did a good job. And it, it's her face. And <laughs> I mean, do it. I'm all for it. Hey, if you want right. to, you know, reconstruct, do whatever, whatever makes you feel happy. If Renee is happy with it, she likes it. She's well, happy. Look at Cher. Great. I mean, go for I mean, it. She, but it, she I, just I met looks Cher. weird. I met Cher in 1960. Whatever. Okay. Uh, we were living in Beverly oh, Hills at the time. So oh, wait a second. Looks. And we were invited to a party at Cher's house. She bought the Jane Mansfield Mansion on Sunset Boulevard. We went to this party, like 5,000 people at the party. In fact, they had life-size chess pieces that they were playing chess around the pool. <coughs> Cher never showed up and Sonny never showed up. They must have been killing each other in the bedroom. But we had the party without her. So I was very disappointed. Then another occasion, I saw Cher. What does that have to do with what her? Well, I'm going to yeah, tell you. you didn't see her on that. You just wasted two minutes. No, I just want to talk of about my, time. My, my encounter with Cher Bono. Yeah, so the next time I saw Cher was on her television show, and I was on that show as one of the guests in the audience commenting on some bullshit. And we went backstage. Well, Cher does not look today like she looks then. I've seen Cher recently, maybe five, seven years ago. Cher's, Cher it does not look one bit like she used to look. Well, no. Cher's also significantly older than Renee Zellweger. I mean, Renee Zellweger's yeah. only like 45 years old. More than but for whatever reason, she felt she needed to do what she needed to do. And, you know, she, she just looks different. I mean, I don't know. That's, I guess, a nice way of putting it. Is, you look well, different. Well, you know what? <laughs> so we, be it. We really shouldn't judge people. No, and that's not judging. You it's an opinion. You can't tell she's the same person. Yeah, exactly. I kind well, of didn't recognize her. I'm looking yeah, at her. Is but, that really but, her? But, like, oh, my God. The media is really <laughs> blasting her. Facebook, there was a whole big thing that Ozzy Ozzy's stuck up for her, and I commented also. You know, it's terrible. Ozzy that was our guest last week on the show. Yeah. She said everybody should let her do whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, you know, but you know what? But with that said, that that doesn't leave out that people can't have opinions. Judgments I know, I know leave but out. opinions. But people are going to have opinions. But wait, opinions. And my opinion wait, is she looks weird. She nasty, looks different, nasty, and I didn't nasty opinions her. are judgmental. Well, no, I'm not talking about complimentary nasty opinions. opinions are different. Well, no, but uh, all right, let's go on. You know, I was, anyway, speaking I was, of people are going to have more opinions on somebody that wants to look like a woman. Bruce Jenner apparently is dating a girl. 
That's so it's a lesbian woman. relationship. Well, yeah, you know. No, I, I, I <laughs> That's just my opinion, of course. Um, with Rhonda uh, Kimihira, who is uh, Chris Jenner's ex-assistant. Ah! So, yeah, so I guess she's keeping it in the family. No, I knew a drag queen years ago, not a drag queen, a, tra- a tranny called Pat Michaels. He went around Manhattan with a big rubber stamper, stamping on the street, Pat Michaels was here. He oh. became famous, and he was a tranny. Now, we all thought he was a drag queen that wanted to be a woman. He was one of the first sex changes. Well, what did he do when he became a sex change? He lived with a lesbian. And we never knew that he dug women. Oh. You see? So, so, hey. so there's a difference between a drag queen and a tranny. A drag queen wants to be a woman to go with men. But a tranny, which are millions of men that dress up, you know, cross-dressers. Cross-dressers. They, their wives have to deal with it. They have to have sex with the bra and panties on while they ball their wife because that's what gets them hot. Whatever. They're a little weird, but, you know, <laughs> let, let them do what they uh, want. That's their own thing. Everybody gets to do their own thing. Exactly. But Bruce Jenner, I really have got to tell you, is going to be the ugliest woman on earth. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if it's all publicity stunt. I don't know what it is. It, it, it's creative I thinking. I didn't think he looked that bad. Well, in this picture, he didn't look so girlish. He looked like Chris Jenner, just with long hair and, and boobs. ponytail. <laughs> and boobs. And boobs. No, he took out the boobs for this photo. But so he looked like himself, you but know, you know a waspy old woman if, if with he's long got, hair. If, if he's got a calling to be somebody, he's. I don't care do what it. he is, as Absolutely. long as he's happy, because you know what, life's too short. Mm-hmm. And the man was miserable in a marriage with Chris Jenner for whatever reason. No, because you'd be married to None Chris of our Jenner. business, but. I you mean, know, the man a, deserves like happiness and whatever it is, I say good luck to you. No, Enjoy it. Have fun. I agree. Now to switch it up to talk about something nice, yes. which I'd like to do is Sofia Vergara. I'm going to clap to you, girlfriend, because Yay. you are a big advocate and supporter of thyroid cancer. And she just was the uh, host of or hostess of a big um, thyroid cancer fundraiser because I didn't know this, but Sophia is a cancer survivor. She had her thyroid removed at the age of 28 because she was afflicted with thyroid cancer. Um, so, oh, oh, is it that Uh-oh, time look already? At that. Oh. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Mr. Chad hey, Lindbergh. Chad. Oh, thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Can you see me? Yes, yeah. Okay. You're like one of the actual people that call in that actually get it right the first time. And actually, it's I commend you for that. With, Bravo! With the lights behind you, you look yeah. kind of like Mickey Mouse, one on each yes, side. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Am I say? Oh, hold on, hold on. Here's another one. We gotta wait to John do it. Well, hopefully, like it'll take it all, all without a problem. So, so hello, 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 Chad. Welcome to the show. We're waiting for the other Skype person as we're doing that. Let me introduce you because you haven't really been on a no. lot with Deirdre. This is Deirdre Serego, our Hollywood hey. vixen. Hey, hello. Hey, how are you? And this is Ron Russell, our cool, outrageous man about town. You've been on with him before. Finally, somebody exciting on the show that I could match wits with that has a brain and, and is, and, oh, is out, and is outspoken and doesn't care what people think. He says what now, he you're wants. Thinking, you're talking about Ken Pettigrew. Oh, who am I talking to now? Chad Lindbergh. Oh, Chad. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, wait a minute. I don't ever remember Chad being No, like I, that. I, I thought it was... Ken Pettigrew. Ken. I'm sorry. You know, you're but very... Get, you're go very, ahead, Chad. The monitor, you're very small. Yes. Well, I am wow. on the screen. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, this is the first time that we've actually like seen each other live. This is you're right. Cool. This is our first time, and like you're going to be going out on Roku television to 18 million yeah. people. But I remember, oh, no, no, I no, remember no, the interview with you. Yeah, we, he, we had him on. He did a cool video with his nephew. Absolutely, I remember. It was I at know, Christmas last year. I know who you are. Yeah, 
Christmas sorry, last I, year. Sorry, I he knows who you are because he watched Ghost. He's been sick, and so we were watching Ghost Stalkers, but he spent half the time running back into the bathroom to spit up. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I want to ask you a question, and this yeah. is on the level. This is no no fanfare question. It's very it means a lot to me. Do dogs come back as spirits? Um, this means a lot to me too. Uh, you know, I lost my my dog Powder about a year ago, and. Uh, I actually try to communicate with her when I am out doing these investigations, and there's actually one episode where I try to talk to her, and it's 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 quite uh, emotional. And I I think they do. I think they're around us all the time. I you know I think they're right next to us, and and they look after us after they go. And then I think they go to some other place wherever that is where they're happy, and then they come in checking with you every once in a while. I hope. I hope so too. I like to believe so. I have a little story to tell you. Hold on, don't tell the story yet. Like, wait, let's wait because I think. Well, we're hey, waiting, Chad. We're I know. No, I, hey, Chad. Not Chad Lindbergh, but Chad Murphy. Hi, Captain. Do we have another caller on the line, and it just doesn't show up? We have John on the line too. Can you see him? John, are you there? I'm here. Can but hear? can you see? Can you see him, Chad? John, turn on the video if you would. Turn on the I video. Can't. There. They'd like to uh, watch. Irish ginger, who's Sven? She's asking. Oh, who that's Sven that's is. about. That's one of Chad's alter egos. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, hey, John. Anyway, we have to say welcome. Welcome, John. Tenny is also on the line. Chad's here. John, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Oh, not yet. Okay, we're working that one out. Okay, so while we're working that one I'll out, I'll tell my little story. No, 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 because I want you to tell your story when they're both on on the line. Oh, okay. And but um, well, what are we so, going to do now? Play with ourselves? No, we're not going to play with well, ourselves. No, can we, we talking and. Yeah. Chad, you have a Ask whole questions. chat room full of people, so say hello to Chad. Mer this is Chad Lindbergh now. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room, and thank you for being here and, and listening to what we have to say. I appreciate it. Absolutely, and, and as everybody knows, uh, Chad and John Tenney have a new show. It's called Ghost Stalkers. It's on Destination America. It's on 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Destination America. If you live in Pennsylvania, that's Channel 168. <laughs> and I had such a good time on the show the other night tweeting when you guys were tweeting mm -hmm. live. It was so much fun you know, for your premiere episode, and I think probably a ton of people turned in, tuned in, and it's probably going to be a huge hit. i got to tell uh -huh. you something. You do a fine job with it. It was exciting. I don't find most of those ghost shows exciting. I find most of them to be full of crap and stupid but yours is really good and i really feel that you do get vibes and that you are on the level but it was a very exciting show and i will watch it you know when the chances come up that we do watch tv thank you so much thank you i'm really proud of it i know john's really proud of it is john there are you here john chad what chad murphy what's going on with john do we know i think one of the spirits took him we got john we had his audio now we don't have either Oh, okay. I have a question. For those of us who missed it on Sunday, can we watch it on Netflix or Hulu at all? I don't know about Netflix or Hulu. Um, I know they have it on iTunes. I know they have it uh, on Amazon. Okay. And then there's uh, YouTube. Somebody put it up on YouTube. So ah, okay. Yeah, it was a good show, dude. It was very yeah, good. I enjoyed it. Okay, good. So I can watch it because I didn't get a chance to watch it because I had to. Be you know what spooks me now, out but... when you guys do the night camera? Excuse me for my throat. <clears throat> when you do the night camera and everything is green and your eyeballs are silver. Yeah, that's creepy. I that's that. really spooky. You know yeah. that that gets to me. I can't wait to see you next week for Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm telling you. Are that. you going into a cemetery to raise spirits? And I would love that. Uh, yeah, we're going to an insane asylum, actually. Oh no, Ooh. that's that's really scary. Yeah, Ugh. it was. It was terrifying. Oh, that's going to spook the hell out of me. Yeah. Yeah, this is a really action-packed episode. 
Tell us when you're on so everybody knows. Sunday at 10. No, no, no. L.A., New York, all the well, different Sunday, zones. If it's 10 p.m. Eastern time, you got to figure it out. It's, <laughs> it's, seven, it's o'clock 7 o'clock in L.A. 7 in L.A. Yeah. It's an hour different mid Midwest. Right. It's and fabulous. Then, yeah, okay. So everybody knows when to see you. Hey, Ch- um, Chad Murphy. Jimmy Starr. Right. Uh, is there a way to, for you to call him otherwise and see if we can get him on the video? He just called back in. Johnny, there. Hey, you guys, I can't get my camera to work for some reason. There's John. Okay, oh. all right. Well, at least we've got your voice. We've got Chad's picture, so we'll have the two of you. And, John, hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thanks for having me. You know me. what? Let me tell John something. John, go to the top of your screen and hit the ITV no, button. No, no, that's, 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 that's if you're about? watching. That's if you're only if you're watching you oh, do that. Oh, sorry. Now, he has to do it on <laughs> Skype, but we're all right. So, John, welcome to the show. Let me. we we got Chad Lindbergh on the line with us. Let me introduce you to my co-hosts, Ron Russell and Deirdre Sarego. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> I wish we I wish we could see you because I saw you on the show. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me fuck with this for a second more and see if I can get this I confangled technology. I'm an old man. I'm not used to this stuff. <laughs> so I'm an old man too. I don't do anything. I I don't even know who people are anymore. That's okay. So John, while you're working on it, we're gonna while you're working on it, I thought John <laughs> was was Ken. No, you thought Chad was Ken. There you go. Perfect yeah, example. I'm still, I'm still screwed up. So don't feel bad. Old people. I don't remember names. I mean Jesus. My children. My both daughters. Oh, he I say, calls which, me Leslie which one are you? Yeah. Exactly. No, I say, but which, which one, one are you? you? I or forgot. Who's this? Which one is this? So like, while, okay, one. okay, okay. So while we're going on, first of all, anybody who didn't get to watch Ghost Stalkers or who might not know who Chad Lindbergh is, missed you, out a good show. You can follow him on Twitter. His Twitter is at Chad Lindbergh. Um, you would know him. He's been in a ton of stuff. My favorite things are Fast and the Furious. You'll know him from Supernatural, October Sky, and he's the guy. Who, he's like the kind of like mentally mental dude on like I spit on your grave, like the guy who's kind of like mentally incompetent who has sex with the lady and then gets killed. It's who awesome. Who are we talking about, Ken? <laughs> No, Chad. Chad. Anyway, he's been in a ton of great things. He's really, really talented. We've had him on the show many times. I don't know if Dean Girl is in the chat room or not, but we should just say hi because I'm sure she's going to listen to it on a on a repeat. So say yeah, hi to she, Dean Girl. Sending a huge. Well, actually, she's now she's Chad L Girl. She's gone from Dean Girl to Chad. Oh, L. that's right. She's Chad L Girl. I forgot. Now, Special Chad, shout out to Audrey. I love her dearly. There you I, go. I have asked Chad to be on yeah. his show a few times, and he's denied. No, me. no you're talking about Ken. Who I'm the f- hell are these people? I'm all confused. <laughs> Wait, forget Ken Pettigrew. That he has nothing to do. Who's that's Chad Lindbergh? He's a movie actor in a million movies and TV yes, shows. I Ken Pettigrew's a radio know. show host. I know who he is. I'm con- look. I'm I'm on medication. I have a very bad flu. <laughs> <laughs> Really on medication. For his I, have, I have such but, a flu that. So I forget about any of that. Talk about ghost stalker shit no. and tell him your dog story. Okay, here's my <laughs> dog story. Yeah. Scooby, our bull mastiff, was a beautiful big boy, and he used to like to sleep on my daughter Deirdre's bed when she went to work. And when he got off the bed, we would know that he was there because he ruffled the blanket in mm-hmm. such the, the comforter in such a way that we said, "Okay, Scooby was on the bed again. Now vacuum and whatever." Scooby, Scooby passed away January. a while ago. And my daughter came home from work and she said, was anybody in my room? And I said, no, not at all. And there enough was Scooby's imprint yeah. and exactly how Scooby goes around the comforter. And you know, Scooby like when was, they nest, when they walk mm-hmm. around, they kind of like yeah. paw, you know, and on a comforter, you can totally see that. Because it's feathers and she's always smooths out her comforter. Because yeah. it's a white comforter so you can see anything uh-huh. on it. That was my question. You know, Scooby is very loved and very missed by all of us. His ashes are in the house. We have a picture of him, too. And we have a picture of, you know, for those of 
you out there who have watched our show for a long time, you've seen Scooby on the show. He'd come up on my lap, the big 130-pound guy. My baby, I love him. So anyway, that was my question um, about dogs, and you answered it. Yeah. But what do you think think about that now? Huh? What do you think about what I just told you? Um, I think that he was definitely there. I think they, whether it be animals or human spirits, they... They, lead, they, they, they give you signs in a way that you're going to remember or know that it's them. And that's how Scooby sat. And so that's how she was able to connect. It. He, 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 he wanted yeah. us to know that he's, he's still with us and he's still yeah, alive. Yeah, always, always. And I have a hard time believing it, too. I, I, you know, I go out and do these crazy things. I believe in ghosts. But, like, it's a hard time believing that powder is around me all the time. And I know she is, but some, sometimes it's harder when they're so close to you to believe that. Hmm. So hang on one second, everybody. John, John, are you on the phone? I'm here again. All right, let's just go with it this way because we don't <laughs> want you to miss the interview. And uh, for the TV show, like uh, we'll hear you and we'll see Chad. And Chad can pretend like he's like a puppet once in a while and like your voice is coming out of his mouth. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, like a ghost. Well, that's what <laughs> I call it in music. When somebody sings your lo- lyric, it's called ghosting. There you go. So everybody, now we have both Chad Lindbergh and John Tenney uh, from Ghost Stalkers on Destination America, Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, John. Thank you. Let me. I have uh, something to say about animals, too. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I actually republished one of my favorite books, which is called Animal Ghost. It came out about 100 years ago, and I re-edited it and added some stuff to it. It's about uh, haunting people experienced that were animals that they cared about. And in the uh, opening, the, the new preface that I wrote for it, uh, a little girl asked me if her dog uh, died and went to heaven, if she would ever see him again. And I was doing a lecture, and I told her, I said, I have no doubt in my mind. If there's a heaven, then animals are there. The doubt is yeah. whether or not any humans are in that place. Absolutely. I have to agree with that. Well, I, I don't believe in heaven. heaven, but I believe in dimensions. And I also believe in we do everything all over again constantly until we're finally learned everything, and then we go to the great light. Now, do dogs do the same thing? Do they learn and, and maybe meeting us, loving us, that gives them the, um, the way to, to the great light? Yeah, did I make any sense with that one? <laughs> no, you did, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Because I don't believe heaven, and there's no heaven, there's no hell. There's no hell. But there is something after death. Listen, we're not here for, without reason. We're here for a purpose. Everything on this planet dies and becomes something else. Why not a human? And I firmly believe in spirits because I have had contact with spirits myself over the years. Same here. I'm very, very intuitive, psychic. My grandmother was. I know when bells ring, phones ring. I know what's in packages for Christmas or birthday presents. I psychometrize. So uh, what so you guys get, do is totally what I do. I mean, I love every minute of it. That's why this show is good, folks. Watch it. Hang You'll on. Let him answer it. your question, though. You went, That was a long thing. Let him go. John, you got a response for him? No, I was just going to say I, I'm in complete agreement. You know, I think one of the things, that, one of the lessons that we're here to learn is what it's like to be human. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying, we're all a part of a great energy. And one of the lessons we have to learn is although we, we may be different, we have a commonality. And I think that that energy... Where we go to, I mean, uh, you know, relearning lessons. I think that that's one of the things, being in a body and knowing that we're different from animals and different people, that's one of the lessons that it's okay for us to be different, you know, and if we can learn that lesson, then maybe we get to join up with all the other energies, you know, when this bottle falls away. 
Well, so, the body you know. is only used to feed itself to keep the brain working, the energy in the brain. Once we've learned what we're supposed to learn, the body is of no use to us anymore, so we it decays and it cancers or it dies. But that electric energy, that spirit, is like a television antenna. You know, it transmits from New York and you get it in L.A. It goes through the air. And I believe that when we die, spirits do the same thing. We travel exactly like the energy or the, or the, uh, the uh, what is the word I'm looking for? When you, when you televise something. Telepathic. Tele not telepathic, no. but we tele we televise ourselves somewhere to each other. I firmly believe that. One of the upcoming episodes of Ghost Stalkers. Hang, hang, hang on one sec, yeah, you're John. Coming in you're coming John. in and out. Stay, stay. Uh, don't turn your head sideways because you're coming in and out. Like try and stay straight on the speaker so we can hear hear everything and we don't miss any of your words. All right. Does that sound better to you guys? Yeah. Yes. I was going to say was it's funny that you just said that about television because in one of the episodes of Ghost Stalkers when Chad and I are talking in the RV I tell him you know that the body is just a television set but mm -hmm. what we are is the television show and even if the television set breaks the show is still going on exactly totally oh I think this is cool so first of all I want to bring up a point because like I, I have to say first of all um, I don't watch a whole lot of like the different kinds of ghost shows even though I I, I know all the, about all the different ones um, so I was really impressed but one thing too is that your show is very different because uh, well uh, according to like the bio it says you're exploring American locations rumored to house doorways to another dimension what's on the other side and what happens after you die which is a very different concept than just looking for ghosts um, and so like I think that that's something that's gonna intrigue everybody Make everybody want to, besides the fact that you guys are on the show, I think it's another uh, aspect of the show that's going to make people want to like totally t well, tune it, in and see what's it, going it's, on. It's a common interest. We're all going to die. Right. So naturally, everybody's interested in knowing what's after it. I mean, there's not a person that's ever been born on this planet since the beginning of man that hasn't asked, what happens when we die? Why are we here? Is it a pointless journey? I mean, what's it all about? I mean, those are the answers I believe that when we die, we know. Um, I firmly believe also that we were alien once and we came from another planet and we did start human race on this planet. There's no question about that because if you watch the History Channel, my favorite show besides your show now. <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> Listen to that plug. <laughs> no, no, I don't blow smoke, kids. Listen, if I, didn't, if I thought you were crap, I wouldn't even talk. I just sit right. here smiling. <laughs> um, you, I, you know, you are you are what I talk about. You're you're my interest. That's why I watch you because I you, you I believe what you do. So wait, let's go back to that. Well, his favorite show is my, oh, Ancient Aliens. He likes Ancient with, Aliens with Giorgio. I think yeah, Giorgio, he likes Ancient Aliens Giorgio on the History is Channel. Fabulous. What they have proven that has been how people could have built and did what they did years ago. Watch Ancient Aliens on. Um, we get it on, what did we get it on? History Channel. History Channel. So let's go back to Ghost Stalkers, though. So first of all, did you guys know each other way before you got cast in this show together? No. We had we had never met. Um, Nick Groff, you know, put us together. Yeah. And as soon as John and I met, it's like I had known him for years and years and years. And so tell us the little thing, because like, uh, one thing that makes both of you guys uh, uh, unique to be hosting the show and being together is that you both had near-death experiences um, that kind of like have helped make your intuitions or whatever like come to reality so tell talk a little bit about that uh well my my experience was more a, a near-death experience when i was seven years old i was diagnosed with rye syndrome and uh, it's a disease that attacks the immune system in, in children um the doctors told my parents that i was going to die within a couple of hours and to basically say goodbye 
the whole family came to say goodbye to me. There were other kids in the hospital that had Rice syndrome, and they unfortunately passed away. I miraculously survived after two weeks in the hospital of just being surrounded by love and family. Uh, I lived, and all my life I've had just experiences with, uh, I guess, the paranormal, and always been passionate about it and, and curious what happens, you know, what, what happens after we die. And so, uh, yeah, I think having and uh, writing that line between life and death sort of gave me a sensibility. Okay, and John? Yeah, uh, mine was when I was 17, I actually, just due to a genetic condition, I, I actually went into cardiac arrest and flatlined for a couple of minutes. And they got me back, you know, and uh, the experience... He's going in and out again. I'm sorry, I'm right up on the mic. Some, Can somebody correct you, John? You're going in and out. Yeah, I'm right on my microphone. I might just be my internet connection. Okay, okay, okay that's fine. But uh, when I was 17, I went into cardiac arrest and flatlined for a couple of minutes, and then they got me back. And, uh, yeah, what I experienced on the other side really, you know, made me start to question even more because I had already started researching paranormal stuff, but it made what me... What did you find on yeah, the other what, side? Yeah, so, so what happened? Did you see the great white light? Did you see any, any relatives telling you to go back? No, I have what's called a non-traditional NDE. He's, he's gone again. Shh. I had a non-traditional oh. NDE. Okay. Kind of just awareness inside of infinity and it's it's really actually horrifying because you try to scream but you're not a physical being anymore so you don't have a mouth and uh since there's no time there i was there forever so oh, wow that sounds like hell <laughs> did you write a book about that too because i know you're a, a, a well-published author and that you have a ton of books uh no it's actually something that i've only confronted in the past about five or six years my family never talked about it i never talked about it. you know obviously my parents don't want to talk about when their son died and right me a long time to psychologically understand and, and inform myself about the science of it and the spirituality of it. And so it just took me a long time to talk about it. I, I really, you know, I keep notes and diaries about my feelings about it. I've never turned it into a book because it's more <clears throat> Well, I encountered the very famous Ethel Meyer Johnson, if you're familiar with her name, years and years ago. A friend of mine was trying to contact her mother, and we went up to Ethel's apartment in Manhattan, and after talking to my friend, she turned to me, and she said, your friend's mother loves you and wants you to know that in the later years of your life, there's a crossroad, and you're going to take the right road, and you're going to be surrounded by all of the movie stars that you love. And she went on about it. She said, you're probably going to write a book about it. But anyway, something to do with celebrities, great Hollywood stars. And sure enough, in my later life, when I was like 48, 49, whatever, I began interviewing great legends of Hollywood on my television show in California, set the record straight. Now, tell me about that. How did she know that? And the spirit <laughs> well, what and a the great prediction. I, I I would like a prediction. I want somebody well, to predict it, it, something it may like not, that. It may too. not have been that clear. This is like 50 years later. Right. So, But anyway, so I waited all my life thinking, because I'm an actor, I figured I'm going to be in a major motion picture with great movie stars. But as it turned out, I interviewed stars like Jane Russell, Cliff Robertson, Tab Hunter, Tony Curtis, people like that. And it came to be. Now, when May, her name was May, and she considered me her other son, she, a son, she wanted me to know that. Because all my life I was floundering as an actor lost in my career. And it came to pass. Now, 
Ethel Maya Johnson is very revered. And dead at this well, point. She, she's dead now, but she was one of the greatest, greatest psychics of the time. She worked with, what's his name, the, the, the ghost ch chaser, the famous one. What the hell was his name? Oh, I, f I wish I could remember his name. Hans Holt. Hans Holt. It was, it was Ethel Maya Johnson and Hans Holt. They've written many books, and they really and truly found ghosts that gave good information. So it does exist, folks. Don't think that ghosts are fake. They are there. If you want them and you believe in it, you have any Was kind of... Is that going to turn into a question of some sort? No, no, I'm giving a, oh. a lecture. It's a lecture. <laughs> no, I just want people to know that these shows, some of them are phony and some of them are not. And this show is on the level. So did you guys have fun watching your first episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it with friends and they were all just blown away. They couldn't believe that we were going in by ourselves alone. Everybody on Twitter was just blowing us up left and right, how much they love the show and how different it is and that it's a fresh take. And, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, the response has been pretty awesome. So, like, because I know, like, I don't know how many episodes you guys shot, but, like, uh, it's going to come on again Sunday. In all the episodes, do you guys take turns? Do you guys take turns, like, spending nights by the cell? Because, like, I would hate to be in the place by myself. Yeah, no, abso absolutely. Uh, part of it is the fact that we go in one night each by ourselves, and, you know, we send the camera crews and everybody home. We, we want to make sure there's no human interference when we're in there trying to have an experience. And, mm -hmm. you know, what's different is a lot of these shows go in to, to prove a place is haunted. We're going into a place that we know is haunted, and we're trying mm -hmm. to have an, a personal experience, where, and exactly. we're allowing people to see that. Which is very it's different, different and I think that's what everybody's like going to like. Yeah. Well, well, yours is the way to go because you're going to have the contact because it's already – you should come here to, to Bucks County. There's a beautiful restaurant that's like four or 500 years old. The Revolutionary War was there. And everybody that goes – or not everybody, but a great majority of people that have gone there see this woman dressed in 18th century clothes walking down the stairs. Um, it's a very haunted restaurant and it's called the um, – Carversville Inn, mm. and I think you guys should definitely contact them and go see because it's it's got war, people from the Civil War that died there, and it's got a wonderful ghost history, probably one of the best in Pennsylvania. Actually, so where are you guys going this week on Sunday? Where are we going? Where are we going to see you this week? At a, an asylum, Chad said before when we yeah, were trying that, to get you on. That spooks me. That's going to really spook me out. Yeah, the, yeah, it's uh, in Sykesville, the in Baltimore, um, uh, Springfield uh, Memorial Hospital. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I can handle How that long show. has that been not used or, you know, or is it still a hospital? Down 30 years ago, Chad and I were actually the first people to have access to a lot of the buildings. And, okay. and, and we had to, because of the access that was limited to Chad and I, we had to actually go underground and get to building the building by going through the steam tunnel. Wow. Ooh. But aren't you afraid of hostile spirits? I mean, they're mentally ill. They could be very hostile. Or people possessing you. I mean, not people, but spirits possessing you. That's, right. that's, that's I would, that's I would one be of my afraid fears. to do that shoot. Is if you do find a portal and you are able to communicate right. with the others through that portal. Now, what do you guys do to ensure that if you find the portal and it's either open or you open it, that whatever came out goes back in or that you seal it up correctly so it's just not like open and a free-for-all for them to like run in and out of dimensions and really screw with us. What, one of the things that Chad and I are interested in is it seems like sometimes they open and close by themselves and that that's not yeah. really... A mm. Mm -hmm. They open and close when they want them to open and close. Right. Interesting. 
Exactly. And so what we want to do is we just want to document these areas and see what might be making them open and close. Like at Springfield State Mental Hospital, there's all these environmental conditions. They have underground water running. The buildings are built of limestone. Uh, mm-hmm. you've, plus, you've got the torment of, you know, decades mm-hmm. and decades worth yeah. of people psychically sending energy into these areas. And maybe that's ripping open these portals. Oh, I'm going to watch that show with that's all the lights like, on. Now, that's where yeah, I would I like it. All the lights stuff. are going to be that on. That I would love to do. Like, that was just really cool. I think it would be fun to do, but I also think um, I'm a very big horror, horror movie fan. Chad's been in a ton of like I, all his oh, zombie yeah. movies and all the stuff he's been <laughs> doing like lately, which I love. And so because of that, though, like I think I because I'm such a horror movie fan, it's like I don't go swimming in the ocean because of Jaws. And oh like God. I don't, I want to go, th- <laughs> I want to go to a, a cornfield for Halloween because they have these scary cornfields here. But I'm afraid of them because of Children of the Corn. But I want to go high. anyway. And uh, <laughs> so like, like I think I would be terrified going in, but I also think it would be so exhilarating and like so exciting at the same time that it would be a blast. No, like, I've seen, I've seen. So let my, him answer. I'm sorry. Was that a question or? <laughs> I was talking to them. Yes. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, no, that's the thing. That's why. I mean, when, <laughs> before I go in, and and John, will tell you, I'm a mess that day. When I know I have to go in by myself, I'm nauseous. I'm throwing up. I'm sweaty. I can't move because I'm riddled with fear. Mm-hmm. And once I get into these places, I am terrified out of my mind. But I am mm-hmm. so exhilarated at the same time. Right. And when you have an experience when you walk around a corner and you have a woman laugh in your face and she's not standing there yes it's terrifying but there's nothing it deepens your experience when you have an experience it just deepens this experience so much more i know the feeling well we lived in boca raton and i would be in the kitchen or part of the living room and i'd see an old man in gray pajamas fly right by me of course i never mentioned it because they would think i'm getting demented or, or you know <laughs> old well my daughter deirdre said to me daddy that's this one that's this <laughs> one she, she, she saw the man in pajamas at her time and other people have seen this man and the man that lived there prior to us his wife had passed away and he passed away and he had lost one leg from diabetes or something and the way he walked was like somebody flying with just one leg and we all saw him yeah i could have sworn that that they were home like and nobody was home i was doing laundry in the in, in the laundry room and you know from your, like your peripheral like vision from the side you see something mm-hmm. but it wasn't just like a blur like it was an actual figure and it was an old man in gray pajamas going mm-hmm. from the bedroom or from the kitchen to the bedroom and that's when i said oh dad dad you're home mm-hmm. You know, so I walked around, went to the bedroom. Nobody's there. Go through the house. Hello, anybody home? Nobody's home. Look outside to make sure the car is gone. The car is still gone. So now I'm like swishing my head really fast with my eyes to see like maybe it was my, you know, putting the light switch on, the light switch off to see if I can get that same vision because you really second guess yourself and you're trying to find something scientific to disprove the paranormal that you literally just saw. Mm a ghost and I could not replicate it. And I just said to myself that I, I saw, I, I know yeah. what I saw and I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. You know? And he liked us because he made himself appear. He, you know, his, his, uh, his um, plasma. Yeah. So when we left that house and we sold it, we had to exercise it. No, we bound, I bounded him there. We bound I, him there yeah, because did we didn't want him to follow to us him here because yeah. we got enough ghosts in Pennsylvania yeah. as it is. So right. let's go back to John. So John, also, because like I want to do some plugs for you since we missed at the beginning, you host a podcast, Realm of the Weird, and um, uh, I don't know where people go to get that, so why don't you tell us uh, real quick where people can find out about your podcast. Yeah, they can go to realmoftheweird.com, and they can read my blogs on weirdlectures.com. 
I like that. Yeah, me too. Weird lectures. And I think you guys make a great combination together, like on screen. Uh, you guys like look really good together. Um, I, I love the fact that you had like, I, I guess the, the win of the van. Oh, it's not really a van. What is it? It's like, it's like, a, RV. It's like an RV. It's an RV. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I love the fact that you had like the RV thing going um, because I don't watch a whole lot of these shows. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but the premise of the show I thought was great. And it's always fun too. When you know somebody who's like on a show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like watching it, like, cause it's a whole new aspect and things that maybe you learn a lot of things that you didn't know. I think your fans are going to freaking love it. I think destination TV is going to probably get, Give you several series because I'm sure it's going to be a hit for them. They better uh, give you like yeah. at least five more seasons of this. What I like most about it was momentum. I cannot stand a show. You know, I like a beginning, a middle, and an end, and your show right. has that. And I like momentum. I don't like when they give you 40 minutes of bull- bullshit of talking <laughs> and make believe. You know, and I saw a spirit. Here it comes, and then right. at the very end, they say, "Oh, there he goes." You know, you've wasted a whole hour. Your show, from the moment you start it till the very end, moves. Awesome. Keep it that way. Keep it Thank that way, you. boys. Thank you. It feels a like a show. ride. It feels like a ride. And it that, does that, feel like a ride, and yeah, it scares the hell out of you, too. How, you. I want to see the... I don't know if I can handle the Halloween show. Asane Asylum's always scared me. So where else? Are you allowed to tell us the other places that you go during the first season? I don't know what you're allowed to say and what you're not. Uh, I think we are. Uh, we go to a place called Holmesburg Prison in, in uh, Philadelphia. I've heard of that, yep. Yep. Uh, dude, you should have told us when you were here. I've never been on television, so... Uh, okay. We, Plantation in Kentucky... Um, and for our schoolhouse <laughs> in Iowa. You don't That's do cool. any cemeteries? Not yet. We, That's but, a good we know, show. But what's interesting is that we've, we've, you know, several places that we've come across, there are cemeteries within a block, usually, or mm-hmm. across the street from every location. Mm-hmm. Because that would be the best place to contact somebody in a cemetery. I have a question for Chad. Now, when you had your near-death ex- experience, what did you see or feel? Um, I didn't. I. I didn't. He didn't see, die. No, I oh. didn't die. I kind of like. I got really close. I was okay. basically all bare bones and white skin. Uh, you know, they told my parents just expect me to die any moment. I, I didn't know at the time that I was supposed to die, and not till years later that my parents sat me down and explained what exactly it meant. And right. probably a good thing that I didn't know because if I had that in my mind, it probably would have played into it, and I. I may have passed over. You know. Right. So I was just surrounded by love and family, and that's what kept me around. Excellent. Well, my, my very good friend's father, he had lupus, and we went to visit him in the hospital, and they said that he had passed away, but he didn't pass away. He passed into something, and, and when Tommy and I went to look at him, the first things out of his mouth was, do not fear death. It is beautiful. He said, I died last night, and it was the most beautiful feeling I've ever had in my life. So, you know, people, don't be afraid to die. It's beautiful. I like that. Yeah, he told us that. And then, he, of course, he did pass away days later of lupus. Actually, I thought, uh, John, were you cl- chiming in there? Just for a second. And I was saying, you know, that's one of the beautiful things I think about our show, aside from it being a ghost show and scaring people and stuff like that. But you get to watch psychological transformations happen to Chad yeah. and I on camera, you know, and that's something you don't see a real raw honesty. You'll mm-hmm. see me cry when I get sad. You'll see me laugh when I'm happy. And the same thing goes with Chad. And you really don't see those personal experiences, which do connect us to all of these unknown energies. I think your show is better than scary. Scary is, you know, shock value. Your show is eerie. Now, in order to do an eerie show, eerie gets me. Shock does. I mean, I've seen monsters mm-hmm. jump out of closets. Who cares? Oh, but eerie gets me. And your show is very, very eerie. And it gets eerier the more you get into it. 
it gets like really, really where you, you become unhinged. Thank you for that. I love that. <laughs> no, it's true. Your, your show is eerie, not scary. Scary is cheesy. Scary zombies and stupid shit like that. How did the show come to fruition? Like who 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 proposed it? Was it somebody who came to you guys or you came to them? I'm I'm always curious on how things get green lighted and how they get going. Uh well I've I uh I was I'm a huge fan of, of Ghost Adventures and I hounded those guys for a long time to be on their show because I since I saw it when I first saw it come on. And watched their show, and then I finally got a hold of the guys through Twitter, became friends with them. They had me on their show. And so I sort of had a relationship already with, with Nick. And then right. cut to three or four years later, I had been going out and doing all these investigations on my own and really taking it seriously. And then one day out of the blue, I got a call from Nick, and he said he's producing this show and wants <laughs> me to be a part of it with, with John. And, and uh, I met John, and, and here we are today. Excellent. Well, yeah. I had a show. We did a show in Liberace's house in the exact spot where Liberace passed away. He died on a sofa. He converted his garage into a big den so he could see all his friends. And we had the table put there. And we had a very, very famous psychic from Los Angeles come out. And we all sat around. And she contacted Liberace. And I wanted to kill myself. We never used the show, by the way. <laughs> it, was so, it was so bad. She said, Liberace said, Put the color lights back in the fountain. He hates the clear lights. And I thought to myself, for Christ's sake, lady, you could have made up something better than that. I mean, if he's, if he's going to cross... Really? He's, he's complaining about lights? he's life? crossing over... <laughs> That's all you have to say? He might have right. said, like, you know, get that hot guy with the big wang or something like that. But, but that was, or like, hey, the cure for cancer is this. Yeah. <laughs> or, right, right. Good. You know, or here I am. You can contact me. So I just looked at her I, and I said it while they were filming. I said, you know, we're never going to use this show. It was terrible. I mean, it was so stupid, the things that she was saying. I didn't want to tell her name or blow her image, but I understand she was arrested. Seriously, she was arrested oh, a few Jesus. years later for some kind of a scam where she right. had this lady giving her jewelry or something. I don't know what. So there are a lot of phonies out there, but, you know, there are some real guys like you guys. Actually, I think the show is great because I don't watch it. I don't have a lot. I, no, I, I like Ghost Adventures because I met those guys at a convention. Um, you know, So, like, I like Ghost Adventures. And I think that's a cool show. And I we had Chip Coffee on the show a couple yeah, times, and, and like Grant uh, we, Wilson and Grant Wilson, Grant. and we liked their shows, and they were like a lot of fun. And those guys are just like really cool, like you guys. They're just like really cool, fun, yeah, you know, they, guys. They, yeah, but cool, cool. Uh, uh, what the hell is the name? Chip Coffee. Chip does one kind of a thing. Their show is almost like an educational documentary taking you into how you could go about oh, seeing absolutely. and finding. And that's what I like. It's intelligent. It's not stupid. Fright crap, you know, it's not junky. It's a good, it's a quality. It's actually show. educational. So if everybody, like needs, everybody needs to turn into ghost stalkers, it's night, 10 p.m. Eastern time, which is 7 p.m. in Pacific time, and whatever in the middle Central time, it's like uh, 9 p.m. <laughs> Something. Look it up on the freaking guide. Does, 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 right. does ghost stalkers? Know. Does there a website just for ghost stalkers, or to find out more about it, you go to Destination America Television. Do you know? Uh, yeah, just go to the Destination America Facebook page, or Destination America has a page set up for Ghost Stalkers. And then, if you guys too, if you guys want to follow Chad and John on Twitter, Chad's at Chad Lindner, John's uh, at well, you're John E L Tenney, right? Yep, that's it. On Twitter, you guys follow them on Twitter. Check out the show. Um, we want to thank you guys for coming on oh, wait, the show. Wait, we have to ask just two personal questions for you guys because all the fans like want to know. Are you okay. guys single? Uh, Are you boys know. single? Uh, I am. I am not single. I have a, a lovely girlfriend. Amanda. Her name is Amanda, and I'm very She's happy. Hot. 
Yeah, yeah she's totally she hot. John, she are is. you single? <laughs> I bet John has a family. John, are you single? I am the consummate bachelor. I am. Uh, All right, girls. There's one, one of the two is single. <laughs> so and I want to just say Follow you guys, him on Twitter. <laughs> if ever you come to Bucks County and you want my help, I would be more than happy to be on your show and work with you. Because she, <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. I don't need the work. I'm just doing it because I love it. I could help you guys. I really am. Talk to people that know me. I mean, I really can do things. You'll be, you'll be astounded. We've lifted tables. Either way, we want to see you if you come to Bucks yeah, County. We'll exactly. have you guys yeah. over for dinner. Yes, of course. Of course. Of Absolutely. course. If we come out that way. Absolutely. I'll um, make a nice we'll Italian meal. We'll do a seance at the house. I'll cook, yeah. a, I'll cook, a, ni cook a nice Italian So meal we want to thank both of you guys because we got to get going. Thank you so much. We thank also want to thank. Hold on. I want to thank. What's her name? What's her name? I wrote it down. Uh, thanks to Charlotte Bigford from Discovery yes. Communications for help setting this interview up. And uh, everybody tune in to Ghost Stalkers Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Follow those guys on Twitter. And thank you guys so much for coming thank on the Star Show. Thank, thank you, you so much. Bye, bye, Chad. See you guys later. Thanks. And I'll watch thank the you. show next week. We're watching next week. For All sure. right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Oh, that was cool. Nice. I like their show. It's a good show. Absolutely. Everybody will dig I'm it. I'm going to have to try to catch it on either, I don't know if Netflix Because it is Hulu sort of documentary-ish. Yeah, I'm telling you, the cool, the, what was really cool for me, too, though, Sunday. is that every, all the fans were tweeting to those guys oh. during the show, so we were all oh, tweeting back that. and That's forth. That's fun. And that was I like, fun. See, I like it when it's like interactive like that. Sure. Because that keeps everybody engaged. So, Chad, know? how are we doing for time? We have like Just minute. about a minute. Okay, so everybody, we want to thank everybody for tuning Wait, into the is show. Next, next week, our Halloween show? Yes. Oh, stay tuned next week for sure. You've got to watch our Halloween show. It's going to be totally outrageous. And wait till you see my getup. And we want to thank all our radio syndicates. We want to thank all our radio syndicates, W4CY Radio, WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network, New York, LA, Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York. WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, K4HD Radio in L.A., Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and thanks to our television syndicates, Roku Television and LGBTQ-TV. That is a mouthful, Woo! wasn't it? Woo! I mean, we're like the and, and I forgot to say we want to thank W4CY Radio with the greatest engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah! Thank you very much. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Peace out. Bye. 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 We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get laid tonight. You need, you need Jimmy Star. Jimmy Star. Come up to me and said...